Running the Race with Malcolm Gill. Yes, Malcolm Gill is in the house once again. Uh, just uh, slow-mo running around the place with that music. No, you're not. I'm kidding. How are you doing, Mal? I'm doing well. Now, each and every week you join us to talk about different aspects of the Christian life, uh, whether it be hard, big questions we've been covering the last little while, like uh, what do we do with our doubts? Uh, how do we answer our friends' questions on faith? Today, though, Mal, I've got a doozy for you. Is it actually is a doozy a hard thing or an easy thing? I'm not sure. I don't know either. A doozy is a cricket delivery, but a doozy, I'm not sure. When I think of doozy, I think it's a hard question. It's a real doozy, but I could be wrong. Let us know. Call in if you if you do know. Uh, how do we know God's will? Yes. It, it's a, People people still probably discuss this all the time. How is it possible when we pray for God's will to be done? How do we know what God's will is? What are your thoughts on this, Mel? Yeah, terrific. That's a great question. I often find that uh, when we think about God's will, some of us have sort of this vague idea that God's got a will. It's kind of like a game I used to play when I was a kid. I'd go into a room and I'd hide something of my brother's <laughs> and he'd come in the room and I'd say, you're getting warm. And then, yeah. you know, you're getting colder and you're getting hotter. And as the idea was that you'd hide something until they'd find it. And sometimes we think of God's will kind of mysterious terms like that, that God has a plan that's out there. But unless you find that right person to marry or the right job, that you're going to miss his will. Mm. Uh, and sometimes I think we over-pressurize ourselves to, with this idea that God's will is something that's very elusive. But the Bible actually says that God has spoken in the past. He did it in a lot of different ways, through prophets, uh, through donkeys, through the law of Moses. There was many ways he spoke. But the Bible says that in the last days, he has spoken to us by his son, Jesus. Mm. And I would suggest that when we think about the will of God, we want to start off by looking at Jesus. That's a kind of an obvious thing. We're Christians. Yeah. We follow <laughs> yeah. Jesus and he's the answer to all of our questions. Yeah. But in a very real sense, if we want to know what God's will is on something, we should look and learn from Jesus. Mm. We should know his teachings. We should reflect on his life. And I think that's a, a helpful beginning point for us to frame all of these questions. But getting to the nitty gritty, how does that shape what we do, you know, whether we have cocoa pops for breakfast or rice bubbles or, <laughs> you know, whether we take a job, you know, downtown yeah. or a job in the suburbs, legitimate questions. Mm. I would suggest a couple of things from a practical perspective. The first would be this. We want to ask, is this consistent with what Jesus taught and valued? Yeah. So when we go, for example, to the Sermon on the Mount, we find that Jesus reorients us to what greatness is and what true success is. So it's not about getting treasure here on earth, but treasure in heaven. Mm. So when we take uh, a position, whether it's at a job in the city or out in the suburbs, it's not necessarily which one pays more or pays less, but which one will eventually get treasure in heaven. Uh, when we decide what career we might go after, whether we go after a career, whether we um, take a holiday or these other things, these are all important things, but is this going to promote the gospel or is this going to be just something that distracts us from it? Now, there are times in our lives where things are neutral. It's a good thing to go to university. It's mm. also a good thing to go get a job. How do I know what God's will is? I would say if you're following Jesus, you're walking in step with the Spirit, whatever decision you make is going to be in step with God's will. Okay. Uh, now, sometimes the doors might shut or open. And again, we want to see God's presence in that. But I would say it's not nearly as mysterious as we, we need to think. Another way we can get practical help is to ask others. Uh, other godly people who know. So the proverb says that wisdom is found in the counsel of many. Mm. I want to ask people, do you think this job, let's say it's a job, would this be a wise thing for me to do as a Christian? 
uh, getting married. I remember getting married. I asked a couple of people, you know me well, you know this girl, what do you think? And uh, they all said, Malcolm, you're marrying up, go for it. <laughs> uh, but there was a wisdom that was yes. found when I asked the advice of others. And that's how God speaks. He often mm-hmm. speaks first and foremost through his word, the Bible that speaks about his son, Jesus. But he also speaks through wise Christians who know and love him and are walking in step with him. Mm. Oh, what an encouragement, Mal. I feel as though if we're walking in step with the Spirit, then what could go wrong, really? That's right. That's right. And it's not nearly as mysterious as looking in bushes for coins where God is saying, you're getting warmer, you're getting warmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, great. Thanks, Mal. Next week, we're going to talk about conflict, I think. Uh, not not to say we're going to have a fight in studio. That could be a very interesting experience, but we're actually going to talk about how do you work through conflict as a Christian? Is conflict okay? Wow, we'll talk about that next week. Thanks, Mal. Sounds good, Sam.